0: Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Good morning, campus. Al and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there.
1: Uh, Al Dukes here. Jerry Recco is out today. He'll be out tomorrow. I think this is Rutgers related. I think they're like have a road trip Correct. or something. Wake Forest, Al. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They're going for two days?
2: Well, it's not around the corner, so I think they traveled yesterday, and they probably get back in the wee hours of tonight slash tomorrow morning, so Jerry figured instead of, you know, coming here and working on an hour yeah. of sleep... I've got the days here at the end of the year. Let's make it a, a back-to-back day off.
1: These basketball you know? players go to class, or How does this work? Um,
2: I'm sure they do, but they have exceptions, of course, when they travel. Not just basketball players, but yeah, any the of the sports. college athletes. That yeah. never made sense to me. Like, at all levels, by the way. As you know, I, know, I which teach at a, no. small, a small division. I think it's Division three school. And yeah, it makes no They've sense. got games. They're not in class. No, that, that if unless
1: you are have a pretty good chance of making it to the pros, or playing professionally, like in Spain or something, you should not be missing class because you're on the volleyball team. That's stupid.
2: Well, generally they try to have the student athletes, oh, the student athletes,
1: yeah, student schedule
2: athletes. their classes around when games and practices are going to be. But sometimes that's unavoidable.
1: Like if Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to class, I'm good with that. That guy's going to be a professional football player. Yeah, huh? he can miss all the classes he wants. But if you are at like a Division two or Division three school, yeah. and you're the backup center get to get the class Well I' You're gonna think need a that backup plan they
2: clear all that in advance and they oh, yeah? make up their work and work with their professors to try and figure out how to do what they need to do okay. To get the proper credit for that class,
1: Eddie Scizari's back today. Eddie was uh, missed two days with illness.
2: Really? Yeah, last two days. That is rare. Yeah, people were. If you were out ill, it must have been significant. Eddie, we
1: were very concerned because Eddie missed uh, two full days of work, but he's back here today.
2: I did see, uh, you know, the late notice about the switch to Fleek, so I figured something was up, but I wasn't sure. So good to have Eddie back. Good to have Eddie back. Absolutely. I got to be honest with you, Al. I was struggling a little bit last night, this morning, myself. With an illness? But now, so, I mean, I don't know. Just, you know, this time of year, a little rundown. I've had a nagging cough for over. It just don't feel great. Dinner didn't sit right with me last night. But as soon as I walk into this studio here with you, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the energy and the vibes. Oh, yeah. I'm uplifted. We've got the beautiful Christmas holiday decorations. The poinsettia or poinsettia? I are say gonna, poinsettias. Poinsettias. So it's all the big hat is here for Boomer and Geo Live. I've got some Kwanzaa candles Kwanzaa in front of candles. me. Kwanzaa yeah, candles. I've got the menorah over here. Right. So it's all good, and I'm ready to go.
1: Everything's represented. Everybody's represented here. That's how we do it. I had a weird day yesterday wherein like, you ever have a day where you send out emails that you're pretty sure are going to get a pretty quick response, a couple hours. Yeah, sure. And then nothing, and mm-hmm. it's multiple people, and you go, let me check my send folder. Are these going <laughs> through? Right, yeah.
2: Yeah. Is there something wrong with my internet connection? <laughs> yeah, this is what I was do doing Do I need to re-sign in to my emails? it stopped? That is. Did I lose the connection on my phone, on yeah. the app? What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, multiple times I went, let me check that send folder. Up. Oh, yep, it did send. Now, is this your email here with the company, well, or is this a it personal? Was, it personal? was
1: my email here with the company, then my personal email. Okay. So I was like, are these not going through
2: both wow. of them? So you were getting the stiff arm. It's
1: getting a stiff arm well, for you people. Do, you guys
2: do that to Boomer all the time with text messages, so we I stiff mean, arm them. Yeah, you yeah, that just true. freeze them out.
1: No, but these are like emails where you're asking a question. Where yeah. I'm asking a question. You're inquiring. Like if Boomer something. sent me a text message with a question, yeah, yeah. I would answer it
2: instead of just a link to something you have no interest in. Yeah, he yeah. sends
1: me a link to like a comedian he likes. I'll right. get to it, but I am going to rush to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh The Jets uh, soap so opera. So
1: wait, what was the yeah? what mm-hmm. was
2: the the what was the end of this? I got still waiting on nothing. responses. You got nothing. You nothing. didn't like follow up or text the person and say, hey, what the heck? No Wow I didn't All right. hopefully it's nothing that's too urgent or pressing
1: You know it's funny Gmail I don't know if you use Gmail The company uses Gmail
2: Well then by by,
1: Oh right by by nature nature, you have to (laughs) They'll do a thing where it's like They'll send you back your email in three days And be like you want
2: to follow up on this Yeah right yeah It's been a few days you haven't heard back So maybe maybe circle back to that Yeah I like
1: that I appreciate Mm -hmm. the little nudge that Gmail gives you Yep Uh, These people are not really caring for email May want to try them again Here's a different (laughs) tack uh, uh, CeeLo, the, uh, jet soap opera continued. It's yesterday. unbelievable. I love it now because it gives us, you know,
2: the do jets you? are, yeah, I do like Last it. Last week we sat here and you said it's enough with Rogers on McAfee already.
1: True. But now that, now I like the thing I like about it now is it's so transparent <laughs> that they're all a bunch of liars over there, including Aaron <laughs> Rogers, I mean, most Rob Sala. Most,
2: in most cases, there's a lot of lying that goes on when you're dealing with the media and sports. If yeah. you haven't noticed that.
1: Well, don't give it away, but I have a good one wearing a guy is not lying. Okay. And coming under fire for not lying, and I appreciate him not lying.
2: Coming under fire for not lying. Yeah. All
1: right. I'll give you hey, that right. one later on. That's an Evan that's Roberts tease. type tease. Yeah. Well, that Evan Roberts, he's a teaser in the afternoon. That's Ooh. a
2: churn-off effect. Ooh, buddy. I think that's what that was. He is a constantly, like, teasing mm-hmm. things. Don't just throw it a break. Tease what's on the way. Constantly. Mm-hmm. He's
1: just, just like, a, I've got a – and, like, if he learned that from Craig Carton, Craig used to throw out a lot of things that, oh, yeah. he, that didn't have a payoff. Right. Yeah. He'd be like, "Which New York Yankee slapped me in the face yesterday?" <laughs> Five o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah.
0: Right.
2: Right. <laughs> but yeah. that was—I don't think. See, to me, with Craig though, that was always just the, a lot going on in his brain. Yes. Right, and he would just lose track of it. You yes. know, he'd be, he'd be focused on it, and then it would be sh- sh- right out the right out the back door, and unless you reminded it, him of it on the spot. It, there was a good chance he was never getting back to that.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I don't like teases, okay. especially if it's something I could like. If you if you're gonna tease me with your take on something, yeah. But if you're gonna just tease me with information, the second I hear you, you go like, coming up in twenty minutes, I'm gonna tell you who the Mets just signed. Right. Yeah. I'll just go Google. it. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Or they or they'll get cute with the wording of it instead of saying who the Mets just signed. Yeah. You know, be something like. Um, or Evan, I caught some of them yesterday. Was like, oh, you know, coming up later, I'm going to tell you who the Jets should start at quarterback this week, right. or something along those lines. You know, yes. Where it's just kind of like it's like a, a fancy, creative way of making it sound like it's going to be a big deal, and then tease we're like, oh. me, yeah. Tease you get me. to the Tease pay- me. You get to the payoff if he even circles back to it. And it's just kind of like, all right, that yeah. didn't do much for me. Yes. Yeah. I know. And that's not just Evan. I'm not trying to criticize Evan. I'm criticizing Evan. Well, that's your thing. That's not <laughs> my thing. I want to be clear about that. Just
1: kidding, I love Evan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this the here's why I like the Jets thing now, because everyone's angry. Uh, Rob Sala was angry about uh, Joe the Zach Wilson stuff. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is now angry. angry
2: at the Jets or whoever's leaking information. Both. Both, yeah, right,
1: right. So he's okay. So he's angry. <coughs> Aaron Rodgers is angry at somebody within the Jets organization mm-hmm. leaking that story to Diana Rossini. Right. Of the athletic. And yet he's calling it an assassination of Zach's character. Yes. Uh, and then Rob Sala's take on it and with his press conference, they're both talking like this did happen. So what's the. If, if Aaron Rodgers wants to be mad that I got out, great. Yeah. But calling it an assassination of character when he, in fact, did go and say, I don't want to play.
2: Uh, the only thing I would say to that, Al, is, <clears throat> and I think. I think Boomer might have alluded to this yesterday if I'm catching some of the show. I just, I don't know the nature of how this was delivered to the Jets. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know that Zach Wilson was going through the facility in Florham Park shouting, hey, I don't want to play, that kind of thing. Like, I know Boomer said, maybe it was his agents, somebody that's part of his his team. His crew. Like, I don't know that it came directly from the horse's mouth. I, I don't know that. That I don't know.
1: You don't think he got over the loudspeaker?
2: Yeah, right. Attention. Uh, yeah, hey, right. this is Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't
1: yeah. plan on playing anymore, this organization. <laughs> you
2: know, I, it could be anything. He could have been something he said in passing to a teammate, like, hey, I'm not sure. So I think that's the point Rodgers is trying to make. And I know a lot of people think, ah, enough with Rodgers. This is just a way to spin the attention off of him now. I mean, it's all, there's some sort of deeper meaning or, you know, media strategy here. I don't know. I'm not thinking that deeply about all this stuff. Like, it's fun to do. I get there's a lot of layers and yeah, tentacles to all this, but it's just like, honestly, it's just it. you can change the coach, the GM, the quarterbacks, whatever the case may be. This stuff, for whatever reason, seems to follow the Jets year in and year out. Well, it's a
1: funny thing where Aaron Rodgers goes, this doesn't happen in winning organizations.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Which is why
1: it's happening Where you are right now. Well, he comes from a winning
2: organization and probably feels like if I'm going to be here, I expect things to be done a certain way or for things to change. Now, again, if you're an anti-Rogers person and you want to say, well, who the hell is he? He comes in as a mercenary. Like, why do we have to do everything he says? So on and so forth. That's fine. You can take your shots at him. He's not perfect. He's got just the one Super Bowl, all the years of talent and great stats and a great career. But, I mean, compared to what the Jets have had, for the better part of the last 15 years, bars set pretty low. So maybe a guy that, while he's not perfect, you might want to take some of what he does and try to incorporate that into your organization. I suppose. the Jets have had issues year in and year out with leaks, quarterback drama, incompetent head coaches, incompetent GMs, and, and I think Fliegelman might have referenced this yesterday, and they were asking him, like, well, what do you think about that? Change all the names, different regimes. The one constant is the owner. I'm sorry. I have to come back to that. And he might be a very nice man. Seems like it. But at some point, that has to be a factor in all of this. Because he's at the top. He owns the team. He's making the hires as far as what goes on inside that building, even beyond football, from a business standpoint, all the people that work over there. And it just seems that there is a lot of dysfunction. And ultimately, you got to look at the person who signs the paychecks. And there's not a lot you can do about that. Can't force them to sell the team. But to me, that's where it starts.
1: That's fair, CeeLo.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: I do like that the Jets did finally cut one of Aaron Rodgers' buddies yesterday.
2: I guess. See, this was bizarre to me. Like, uh, fine, yes, I agree. Enough with the Rodgers cronies, as I call them. But, like, they've talked this guy up. Rodgers loves him. Teammates love him. He got a very small window to try. And I'm not saying he should be given more time, but, like, they didn't want to play Trevor Simeon. They finally put him out there, and now he's the one that remains, and they sent, like, it's just very strange, right. the whole thing. Tim Boyle's gone for Brett Rippin. Which is fine. I mean, I get bringing in another body, especially if this Zach thing is legit and he doesn't want to play or they're not sure they want to play him. That's all well and good. It's just, it's interesting to me because we just say, like, okay, well, R- Rogers is running the show. You got to make him happy, so on and so forth. We know that Tim Boyle's on that list. Trevor Simeon and Brett Ripon are not so you want to bring Ripon in it's just interesting to me that Simeon remains I guess just because we of the of those two guys we've seen him play the least over the course of the last few weeks he got a little shot to try and light the fire this past week against Atlanta and that didn't that didn't work
1: Maybe this is all part of this uh, the whole big conspiracy where like they call Rogers in and they go listen. The media, everyone thinks that you're running this place. We got to dump this. Uh, we got to dump one of your Throwing guys. Throw the bone, a little sacrificial yeah. lamb. We got to dump one of your guys. Who could we get rid of? And he's <laughs> like,
2: ah, I guess dump Timmy Boyle.
1: Very strange.
2: And I, I know the afternoon guys played this back yesterday, and it, it is laughable. The clip from the Black Friday game on Amazon against the Dolphins, <laughs> where they're they're ta- Al Michaels is talking about, oh, we met with Sala this week and ask him about Tim Boyle, and so funny because hey, you know, you never know, maybe he's the next Kurt Warner. <laughs> That's what he said. Less than two weeks later. Gone. See you later.
1: So, So, God, the Jets are just a
2: disaster.
1: Yep. I mean, just, just all around. And here's the thing. Like, let's say everything, let's say uh, that the season finally ends. It will. It will. Inevitably. Right. And Aaron (laughs) Rodgers will be here. I guess. I I don't
2: know what to expect
1: anymore. This team ain't winning nine games next year.
2: They're not. Um, logic and history but, would suggest no. Like, yeah. when you look at the Jets right now,
1: week in and week out, yeah. do they seem like they're one player away from being a playoff um, team? To,
2: to some extent, yes, they're a competent quarterback away. And we've seen other guys step in on other teams that are not even starters that have been able to move the ball, score points, so on and so forth. So it's unique in that – So, okay, I'll say it this way. Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon, nothing's worked as far as this offense. You're going to say, all right, well, that's a Nathaniel Hackett problem, right? Yet Aaron Rodgers has uplifted the Nathaniel Hackett offense and proven that he – can be successful running and executing that offense. So from that standpoint, if he can actually play next year and be healthy, are they a Super Bowl contender? No. But will they look a lot better than this year? I have to believe that they would. It's not like they have zero talent on offense. Yeah, there's some spots that they need to improve, the offensive line being one of them, wide receivers not named Garrett Wilson being another. But you've got Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Tyler Conklin's a solid tight end with Aaron Rodgers. They can get some better protection. I could, I could paint the picture where they're at least competent and competitive, assuming the defense is going to be maybe not exactly at the level it's at right now because they're inevitably going to lose a few guys from that unit, but they still should be pretty good. So then it just comes down to what does their schedule look like? And, of course, the question that every team in the NFL deals with, injuries, health, and specifically at the quarterback position.
1: Yes. They need – a. here's what they need to do in the offseason when they get – if Aaron Rodgers come back healthy. They need a like –
2: but, like, a starting quarterback backup. Or something close to that. Yes. Yeah. Like a Tyrod yes. Taylor, who I think is more than likely going to be gone from the Giants after this year. But, no, not even – no. No? No. You
1: need a guy – this is what all NFL teams know. You need a guy that's a starting quarterback – as your back. Do you though? Yes. Look at what
2: the Bengals just did the other night.
1: I know that's a one one a one shot deal. Let's see if he keeps okay. it up for three weeks, four weeks.
2: How about Gardner Minshew? But he was uh okay. Yeah, I mean he's all right. He's has started in the league. I don't know that I'd say I mean there's a reason why he's bounced around and been the backup and stepped in when guys have gotten hurt. Like he had the run in Jacksonville, I guess for a little bit where he was starting. But I don't, I don't think, think he they- was drafted Thinking like, hey, this guy's going to be our starter, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't like when they go, uh, well, he's a good quarterback. He's like when they'll look at a guy and go, well, he's a backup. Um, after a few games, you see what he is.
2: Yeah. But that's like. It oh, happens. Like Taylor Heineke. You can catch lightning in a bottle a little bit with a guy like that. Right, but isn't that the majority of even starting quarterbacks? They, they're okay? Yeah. It's a short list of guys that are. And that's why I always get. And people go nuts about it, you got to lose games because you need the top pick in the draft and this, that, and the other thing. Like, if we went through all the teams right now, I did this with Jerry Black Friday. Look at teams in playoff positioning and look at how they acquired their quarterback and where that quarterback was drafted. Like, the idea that it always comes from the top five is, is a farce. Yes. Like, that's not the case. So that comes, that there's a lot of other factors at play. Guys that fall in the draft for whatever reason. What kind of team does he come and play for? What kind of offense? Like, I understand there's a lot of other factors at play. But this idea that if, okay, you don't make the playoffs, you better suck and pick in the top five because that's the only way you're answering the quarterback question is just not based in fact or reality. Truth.
1: Those are truth bombs from CeeLo. Uh, Jerry's out today. He'll be out tomorrow. Rutgers situation. Eddie Scizari's back from his illness. Boomer and Gio will be here at 6 o'clock.